This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Friday, June the 17th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop to find out everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Its daily podcast allows you to find out all the information and get back to your day so you're not scouring the web looking for all the headlines. If you enjoy Headlines, go ahead and make sure you find it where any fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines, our top story right now continues to be the situation with Vince McMahon. Now, Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, several additional talents react to Vince McMahon stepping down as CEO of WWE. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, as E-Wrestling News has been reporting, Vince McMahon has officially stepped down as WWE CEO and chairman, with Stephanie McMahon being named interim CEO and chairwoman of the company. Of course, this reaction continues to pour in as we've seen Pat McAfee, Mickey James, Maria Canellas Bennett, and other react to the changes. Now, Matt Cardona, WWE NXT announcer Alicia Taylor, and wrestler Kayla Sparks have taken to Twitter to post their reactions. Now, many wrestlers have seen so much throughout this time in WWE and so much turmoil. Now, Stephanie McMahon took to social media today to release a statement. It says, until the conclusion of the investigation into recent allegations, I am honored to assume the role of 
of interim chairwoman and CEO of WWE. I love the WWE and it comes down to entertaining the billions of our fans around the world. Now with that being said, so many people around the world are unsure whether or not this will be a temporary stay or if this will be something more long term. Just stay tuned to eWrestling News. Ryan Clark and the other journalists will have everything up to date for you on what is happening. Let's go ahead and let's talk about a little Cody Rhodes action. We haven't talked about Cody Rhodes in many, many days, so let's go ahead and let's find out what the latest is. Ryan Clark is writing in this hour, the first pics of Cody Rhodes have now officially surfaced post-surgery. Cody Rhodes underwent surgery last Thursday for a torn pectoral tendon. Just days after the surgery, Cody has already been spotted back at the Nightmare Factory and their training facility. In a new photo that's been posted on the Twitter account for the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes and some of his students have been watching part of the Bret Hart Mr. Perfect match that took place at SummerSlam 1991. Now, for those unaware, Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall co-own the Nightmare Factory. If you'd like to go ahead and see said image of Cody, go ahead and check out at NF underscore training. Once again, that's the official title for the Nightmare Factory. Let's go ahead and let's continue the conversation about WWE. Now, there's been a new title match that's been announced for WWE Money in the Bank. Andrew Ravens is writing in this hour, WWE has announced that the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, the Usos, will defend against the Street Profits at the 2022 Money in the Bank pay-per-view event. Now, with that being said, many believe within the company that the Usos will continue to retain the championship and the bloodline will continue to reign supreme in WWE. Now, that doesn't mean that the Street Profits aren't still getting a very good push. Many behind the scenes in WWE fear very highly of the Street Profits and feel like this is definitely going to be a good challenge for them to grow. For more information on this article, Ryan Clark has all the information and so does Andrew Ravens. Joshua Jones is writing in this hour more information about Vince McMahon. Conditions for which under the WWE Board of Directors could terminate Vince McMahon are officially revealed. Now, Vince McMahon has relinquished his power as CEO of WWE following the board of directors' investigation of him. Now, some have wondered whether the WWE board of directors could potentially have McMahon removed from power permanently. Well, we might have a few more answers on that. WrestleNomics' Brandon Thurston took to social media and posted a November 2010 employment agreement with McMahon filed by the SEC. Now, the agreement lays out the conditions for which the board of directors could remove McMahon from power, and you may read all of that in its entirety. Now, a small portion of that says the company may terminate the executive's employment under this agreement at any time with or without cause. For purposes of this agreement, the company shall have cause to terminate the executive's employment under the agreement by reason of any of the following, which is material and demonstratively egregious in the interest of property, operations, business, or reputation of the company that it is associated with. Now, there's so many different additional quotes to this. We will allow you to read that if you cruise on over to e News, Joshua Jones has all of that information trending right now. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour about Bray Wyatt. Now, the enigmatic star of WWE has recently released a lot of messages on social media and YouTube letting fans know that his return to the world of professional wrestling is in imminent. Now, Bray Wyatt discusses being the kid in a famous family, and he has a picture with Sting. Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt to fans in WWE, set the record straight by knowing that he had his brother and 
so many other famous people that were famous in wrestling, and a backstage picture with a Hall of Famer at one time. For years now, the belief has been that the two boys were Rotunda and his brother Taylor, better known as Bo Dallas, but that's not the case. Rotunda wrote this as well. I never thought I would actually do this, but I have seen this picture seemingly every time I check my social media for years. I've seen it on wrestling news sites. I've even signed this picture for fans. One of my good friends sent me this today, and he was far the first one to make this mistake. The truth is I have no idea who the hell these other kids are, but they sure are not me or Taylor. It's always kind of a hilarious joke when I see pictures like that, but they just got the best of me. So what can you say? A bowl cut and brothers. So there you are. It's a funny little joke too. I think it's high time you take credit for all these cool ass pictures of you. Now, if you're wondering what this is, there's a picture on social media right now of Sting in his WCW days with two children and many believe that it is the continued family of Bray Wyatt but it's not. For more information on this story, continue to follow Andrew Ravens as he has more information right now on eWrestling News. Joshua Jones is also writing in at this hour, WWE reportedly offered the Ultimate Warrior contract. Now, they were trying to counter the offer from WCW. Right after the Bret Hart scandal, and he left WWE at Survivor Series 97, WWE reportedly offered the Ultimate Warrior contract. Many believe within the wrestling world that they were looking to fill that void, and the Warrior might have been the guy. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Vince McMahon had offered the Ultimate Warrior $750,000 a year and a 35% of his merchandise sales. The report also mentioned that the contract is listed for a total of 14 days maximum per month. Now, however, Warrior did turn that offer down and decided to work for WCW. The company offered 38 dates per year and the Warrior only did a few before WCW eventually stopped using him. If you'd like to find out more about the details of the contract that the WWE offered the Warrior in the late 90s to go ahead and come on back home, check out Joshua Jones' article that is trending right now over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's keep news going. The Hardy Boys were pulled from AEW's ladder match, but that was prior to Jeff being arrested. What's going on with this story? Joshua Jones is writing into this hour, Jeff Hardy was suspended without pay following his DUI arrest on Monday. Now, many have speculated where whether AEW and Jeff and Matt Hardy were removed from the ladder match and what the reasons were. Now, according to a report from Brian Alvarez, All Elite Wrestling pulled the Hardys from the match before before the arrest even happened. Now, there were concerns about Jeff's well-being after the match against the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing. This is what Brian Alvarez would go on to say. The idea was the Hardys were going to win the tag team titles in this ladder match. That was a plan for a while. Apparently, at the pay-per-view, when the Hardys and the Bucks had their match, Jeff was not looking so good. Apparently, they examined him afterwards, and he was all beat up, and he didn't even remember the match. Remember when Jeff got pulled over and said that he was going to get a brain scan? He was on his way to get a brain scan, so so the idea was he was trying to go ahead and get that done, but he did drink and got pulled over. As advertised, the ladder match never actually ended up happening with the Hardy Boys. The angle had been cut with them. Now, as far as what Matt's concerned, they're still not really quite sure what's going to happen with Matt on this one. They were going to do the angle where Matt was going to be coming up for the ladder, and then they were going to be jumped on the ramp, and they were going to be carted off. But once again, that never happened. So whether he had the DUI or not, Jeff was not going to be in the match. It was always going to be Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks for the tag team titles, with the Young Bucks eventually winning. The Hardys were going to be in the ladder match, but once again, after the scheduled brain scan was determined for Jeff, it just wasn't in the cards.
If you'd like to find out more information about what happened and how the appending storyline definitely changed, please check out Joshua Jones' article, which is trending right now over on E! wrestling news. Maria Canellis says fans should not be wishing WWE's demise. The recent reports of the Vince McMahon scandal. Maria Canellis doesn't believe fans should be wishing for WWE's demise right now. The former WWE superstar who recently started her own promotion to Twitter to respond to fans suggesting that they should burn the following news that Vince McMahon allegedly had an affair and is being investigated by the board of directors. Now since the news initially broke, McMahon has once again stepped down as CEO and chairman and his daughter Stephanie McMahon has been named the interim CEO and chairwoman. In a series of tweets, Canellis would go on to say, let's not wish all of this. There are a lot of good people that work there. WWE employs hundreds of people. Let's just hope the company is brought out of this in some way or some form and treat WWE like a business and not a boys club. Health insurance, retirement plans, parental leave, vacation, childcare, and a clear direction for the future for the company. This is going to be an anxiety-filled time for people who work there. Hopefully the company's culture will change and people will still have their jobs and a love for the business and be able to feed their families. Now, with that being said, many other people are not sharing the same sentiments that Miss Canellis is. Many people on social media are saying that it's about time that Vince McMahon finally got caught and he should be out. With that being said, follow Ryan Clark and he will have all the details. Now, let's continue with this. Joshua Jones is reporting also regarding the Vince McMahon scandal. News on which specific board members are involved in the investigation. Now, as no Vince McMahon was being investigated by the board of directors for an original affair with a former employee where he allegedly gave $3 million for hush money that came out of his own funds. Now, according to Wrestling Observer, eight of the 12 members of the board of directors were the ones who began the investigation. The report also noted that the emails were sent out in April. Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince McMahon were not included in those emails. The same goes for WWE President Nick Khan. He was kept in the dark as well. A former Sony's picture home entertainment executive, Man Sit Sign, uh, is on the board's lead independent director who's running this investigation. The other members include Steve Coonan, CEO of the Atlanta Hawks and State Farm Arena, Ingens Loud, CEO of Madrid, Al Funtum of Erica Nardhati of CEO and Barstool Sports, Steve Parnum, president of Verez, Connor Shell, founder and CEO of World's Pictures, Jeffrey Speed, former EVP and CFO of Six Flags, and Alan Wexler, senior vice president of innovations and growth for General Motors. Now, it's also being reported that the board has hired the New York-based law firm of Simpson, Thatcher, and Bartlett to continue the investigation. The firm is said to have a strong reputation and specializes in mergers, finance acquisitions, litigation, and corporate practices. If you'd like to find out more about the board members, continue to follow this amazing article right now that is trending right now over at eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about Stephanie McMahon. Now, as many people know, Stephanie McMahon will be at least on paper the face of the WWE as far as the company is going forward. Now, whether or not that's actually true, well, that's something to be said. Many believe inside the wrestling world that it's really only an optics play and that Vince will still be calling the shots even though he's no longer in charge. Now, the appointment of Stephanie McMahon as interim CEO is being seen mostly as basically just a bunch of flash and pomp 
McMahon was appointed as the interim CEO and chairwoman earlier today as Vince McMahon agreed to step down during the ongoing investigations. Now, CNBC reporter Alex Sherman tweeted out that WWE's decision to elevate Stephanie to the role is an optics play, signifying that Vince McMahon has no intentions of truly stepping down. This is nothing more than just window dressing. For more information on what's going on here and how the wrestling world, along with the business community, is viewing the McMahon situation, please continue to follow eWrestling News, and Thomas Lawson has more on this. Thomas Lawson's also reporting at this hour how upset is WWE talent about Vince McMahon appearing on SmackDown tonight. Vince McMahon's upcoming appearance on SmackDown tonight has been considered a cheap ratings ploy with many with inside the company. Specifically, early today, McMahon stepped down as the chairman because of the investigation of his extramarital affairs, but many other people believe he's just trying to pull some big numbers. Fightful Select reports that many in WWE are unhappy with McMahon's decision to appear on screen and is looking at this largely as a superficial move. One specific talent referred to McMahon's on-camera appearance tonight as a cheap ratings ploy, while others plan to speak on Vince to express their displeasure at his appearance. McMahon is said to be appearing in character when he is on WWE television. Some have said that McMahon plans to frame the investigation very much like the McMahon's versus the world narrative like he did during the steroid trial in the 1990s. In McMahon's absence, Stephanie McMahon has been announced as the CEO and chairwoman. One female talent told Fightful that she's hopeful that Stephanie's return will lead to improvement for female talent who have suffered under the reign of John Laurinaitis. Now, Laurinaitis returned as head of talent relations last year, and many expect him to be released at the conclusion of this investigation. Talent are said to be aware that Vince will still have a presence at shows and will be a part of the creative team still. With that being said, continue to follow all the news on eWrestling News as they will keep you abreast of the situations regarding McMahon family and the inner workings behind the scenes in WWE. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Kevin Dunn. The saga and scandal within WWE continues and Kevin Dunn is the next one in line. Stephanie McMahon is now the interim CEO and well, she's never seen eye to eye with Kevin Dunn. Now, how does this affect his potential employment with WWE? Well, we just have to wait and see. However, obviously, they're not thrilled that Stephanie's going to be the head person, specifically WWE producer Kevin Dunn. During a recent appearance on Busted Open Radio, WrestleNomics Brandon Thurston again revealed that Stephanie does not get along very well with Dunn. He said in a quote, I'm skeptical that much is going to change for Vince as far as a day-to-day basis. I think he's still going to go to TV. He's still going to work in his office at the headquarters. And I know that Stephanie is is going to be interim, but I've heard from many people that Stephanie and Kevin Dunn, for example, they don't like each other. And as long as someone like Kevin Dunn has a job in WWE, this means it's going to be just for public consumption. Looking around at the headlines, I see everything in the mainstream media. I think WWE is getting the response in the headlines that they want. For more information on this, continue to follow eWrestling News as we will find out more of what's going to be happening, not only with John Laurinaitis, but also with Kevin Dunn. Now, Mickey James is also making headlines regarding the McMahon scandal right now. Mickey James congratulates Stephanie McMahon on becoming WWE CEO and chairwoman. Earlier today, WWE announced once again that Stephanie would be in charge. Now, Mickey James went ahead and said, I believe you have trained for this role your entire life, a fortune for how you had to take over in this situation. There's no doubt in my mind you're going to do an incredible job. I know how much you love the company and the business. Change is in the air. Congratulations, Stephanie. If you'd like to find out more what other people had to say, by all means, continue to follow e-wrestling news and they'll have more 
from this story. Mick Foley's also trending in the headlines today. Mick Foley says it's time to say have a good day and remove Donald Trump from the WWE Hall of Fame. Mick Foley was called on to WWE to remove Donald Trump from the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Now, Trump lost the last election to now current President Joe Biden, but Trump was the host of WrestleMania 4 and 5 and was inducted into the 2013 Hall of Fame along next to Bruno Sarmartino, Trish Stratus, and Mick Foley himself. On Twitter, Foley went on to say a couple of things. Today seems to be a good day to remove Donald Trump from the Hall of Fame. Some fans agree and some fans don't agree. Now, while Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame, the company makes no reference to him on TV, opting to keep the former president and his politics away from their entertainment programming. Now, given that WWE does not publicly declare removals from the Hall of Fame, as Hulk Hogan's removal was the only one that was announced upon his return in 2018, it's possible the decision has already happened. If you want to find out more about this, continue to follow eWrestling News and Thomas Lawson has all of this trending right now. With that being said, if you're enjoying headlines, it's your one-stop shop to find out everything that's going on in the world of pro wrestling. It's at your fingertips each and every day, a free daily podcast, so it prevents you from having to get on your phone or get on the web and scour. Ryan Clark has an article trending right now on eWrestling News. Here's the latest on the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door event and Okada's status for it. Now, as seen on Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite, Adam Cole announced that Okada will not be appearing at the upcoming New Japan AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view event. Now, as of now, there is no word on that factually if that's true or not. But it is worth noting that Okada has mentioned in numerous interviews that his wife is expecting to give birth to their baby in August. Now additionally, he has a birthday the week that is AEW New Japan's Forbidden Door and says he won't be in the United States to celebrate that birthday. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, a lot of major stars from New Japan Pro Wrestling are expected to be at next week's Dynamite TV just to go ahead and prepare the build-up for the Forbidden Door which would be happening the following week. As of now, here are the matches that are going to be happening. For the interim AEW World Championship, John Moxley takes on Hiroshi Tanahashi. AEW World Championship in the women's division, Thunder Rosa takes on Tony Storm. For the IWGP United States Champion, Will Ospreay takes on Orange Cassidy. The AEW All-Atlantic Championship will be a four-way dance, which we already have Miro and Pac, but we still have two other people to be determined. Now, also, you'll have Minoru Suzuki, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and so many others competing in a tag match as well. With that being said, those are the details regarding the Forbidden Door pay-per-view that is scheduled to be happening coming up on June the 26th. For more information on the additional appearances of stars from New Japan and as well as AEW, continue following eWrestling News. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Ric Flair claims that WWE and AEW couldn't afford him if he was 35 years old today. During the latest edition of the two-man Power Trip Wrestling podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair revealed that if he were 35 years old right now, he would be in high demand for both companies. Now, while that may be the case, the Nature Boy says neither company would be able to afford his services. In a quote, this is what Flair had to say on how and why he would be in demand. If I were 35 years old right now, they wouldn't be able to afford me. Boy, they need all the help in the ratings right now, both of them, as he laughed. Those written interviews, you can tell a mile away that these kids can feel it. It's a lot of pressure out there sometimes, and you don't actually always feel it in your heart. That's the difference. If you're thinking about what you're trying to say and what you're trying to memorize, then there's no emotion in it. They're just basically generically reproducing it. And that doesn't sell tickets. When The Rock came back to wrestle Roman Reigns, yeah, that would sell tickets. When Steve Austin came 
came back. Yeah, that sold tickets, and that was a different time frame. Talent's great, make no mistake. There are some great wrestlers. Randy Orton, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, AJ Styles. There's a list of top 10 great talents for both companies, but events sell themselves as much as the wrestlers do. I don't think they can turn them loose enough. They want to go ahead and get the right advertisers. They want to make everyone happy, but it's a different world. Now, don't get me wrong. I still love wrestling. I just feel like the guys out there, like Randy and my daughter, are being held back because they could go much further. They don't want anyone else to become the new rock. That's somebody else or another Steve Austin. Went, I really can't say. Back in the day, Hulk Hogan says, I don't feel like doing it. And that was the kind of power he had. I don't know if that was healthy, but Vince wouldn't let that kind of thing happen. You won't let anyone get in a position where they say, yeah, see ya. If you'd like to find out more about what Ric Flair had to say about the fact that stars just aren't being able to cut it right now and how they would compete with him if Flair was in his prime, please check out the article right now on eWrestling News. Once again, our major headlines trending today. Vince McMahon has officially stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE in his replacement, at least until the investigation has come full force. Stephanie McMahon will go ahead and fill his roles. Now, many pol people believe that this is just a political move and this is just window dressing. Many insiders believe that Vince McMahon is still going to be doing his daily routines, being at TV, still being a part of creative, and still being at his office in Titan Towers. Now, that is the optics right now. The reality is Vince McMahon very well could be pulled from power in WWE. A lot depends on what the investigators find from the board of directors. Stay tuned to E-Wrestling News as they will give you all the latest. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour about Nick Aldis. The former NWA World Champion files for several new trademarks. Here's the deal. On June 13th, NWA star Nick Aldis filed trademarks for Strictly Business and Empower. The trademarks were filed through the Aldis Enterprises LLC Corporation. With that being said, it sounds like big things are going to be happening with Nick Aldis within the world of NWA. For more information on this, continue to follow Ryan Clark as he will give you all the latest of what's happening in the world of NWA. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about the injuries that are piling up in AEW. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Yeah, there's an updated list, and here it is. In the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer shared an updated list of wrestlers that are currently injured in AEW. Now, the list has been growing as of late and includes the following names. AEW World Champion CM Punk, AEW TNT Champion Scorpio Sky, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Anthony Bowens, Darius Martin, Brian Danielson, Layla Hirsch, Orange Cassidy still is banged up, but he will compete. Samoa Joe isn't actually injured as of right now, but he is filming Twisted Metal for Peacock. Now, with that being said, it's very difficult sometimes in the world of wrestling to build storylines around huge stars when injuries do arise. AEW is doing their best right now to keep things afloat until many of their guys come back. Miro recently came back and looks like that gave them a shot in the arm. There's still no timetable on when Kenny Omega will come back, but AEW does still feel that there's plenty of time to let him heal and get things going again. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Tony Khan. Tony Khan is one of the most polarizing people in the world of professional wrestling, much like Eric Bischoff was in the 90s. Although the ratings were down this week for AEW Dynamite, company president Tony Khan took to Twitter to tout one of his successes. Now the show pulled in 761,000 viewers, which is way down from last week's show that did 939,000. The show drew a .28 rating in the key demo of 18-49, to 49, which was down again from last week's .34. However, AEW Dynamite ranked number two in the top 150 cable shows all night. 
and it tied the demo with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Khan was very pleased with that, and he said this, Thank you to everyone who watched AEW Dynamite. Through the cable, satellite, and overall, we were number one in our time slot for each hour of Dynamite. The show tied for number one overall for Wednesday. We're back with the big Friday Night Rampage on TNT. For more information on Tony Khan and his feelings on the rating system, go ahead and cruise on over to eWrestling News, and they will have more information on that. Once again, if you're enjoying Headlines, it's your one-stop shop podcast where you can find all the daily information of what's going on in the wrestling world. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about the Hurt Business. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour from E-Wrestling News. The Hurt Business will reunite for an episode of Table for Three on WWE Network and Peacock. Now, the group consists of MVP, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and they held many championships within, including the WWE Championship, the 24-7 Championship, and the Raw Tag Team titles. Now, WWE.com confirmed that Lashley, Benjamin, and Alexander will all discuss their much-beloved group when they all sit down and break bread, table four, three. Raquel Gonzalez, also known now as Raquel Rodriguez, says that her match with Ronda Rousey helped her adjust to the main roster. Ryan Clark has this article trending right now. During a recent appearance on the El Brunch de WWE, Raquel Rodriguez commented on her recent match with Ronda Rousey on an episode of SmackDown and how it's helped her really adjust to the main roster. She would go on to say, I was really nervous because it was a lot of pressure and because I only had a few matches on SmackDown, two matches of off television and one on television. My match versus Ronda was my fourth match in the brand, so I was extremely nervous. I'm always nervous. I was even more nervous at this time, but after everything went down, I can prove myself and that I'm really good. Everyone was watching with their eyes open. They knew I was strong and I could do a lot of stuff out there with a lot of the other women. And the match was something that I didn't know I wanted until I got it. My confidence grew because, as you know, when you are new, you always doubt yourself first. Now I feel more adjusted and believe I belong on this brand. If you'd like to follow more about what Raquel Rodriguez had to say about Ronda Rousey and that big match they had on SmackDown, follow E! Wrestling News as they have all of the latest. Let's go and let's talk a little bit about... The Rock. Now, many people know that The Rock has been teased to be in WrestleMania's main event this upcoming year. We also know that The Rock has many movie projects in the mix as well. But The Rock did something today which was a surprise. He surprised Tamina with a brand new house. In an Instagram post, The Rock noted that he bought a house for his cousin, WWE superstar Tamina. Johnson praised Tamina for using hard times when she went through her reasons to work harder and make it in pro wrestling. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on with this, definitely go ahead and follow Dwayne The Rock Johnson, follow Tamina, follow E-Wrestling News for more information on this article, but congratulations on the new house. Let's go ahead and let's continue the headlines with something that's very, very interesting right now. Now, WWE recently has released a couple of wrestlers from NXT, but we don't always know the reasons. Here's the backstage update on why WWE released Troy Two Dimes Donovan. Now, as previously reported on E-Wrestling News, the former WWE NXT 2.0 superstar, Troy Two Dimes Donovan was released by the company less than a week ago. Now, it was surely reported that Donovan's release was due to a drug policy. In today's Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer clarified that Donovan was fired because he failed a drug test. Donovan was told by WWE Head of Talent Relations, John Laronitis, that if everything clears... In a year or so, he may apply again for his job. Donovan was booked to be a member of Tony D'Angelo's family alongside Channing Stax and Lorenzo on NXT 2.0 on TV, 
but right now it seems like things are changing. With all that being said, continue to follow eWrestling News as they will continue to keep you abreast on any additional releases. If you're liking this podcast, go ahead and tell a friend. Anyone who enjoys the world of professional wrestling deserves to have a podcast like this. Go ahead and tell them. It's Headlines. You can find it at the MLW Radio Network or anywhere you find your podcasts. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Anthony Bowens. Now, Anthony Bowens is a rising star in AEW. He does talk about his working with Sting and Darby Allen and Sting's initial reaction. On a recent appearance on the LBLGBT podcast, AEW star Anthony Bowens talked about what it was like working with Sting and Darby Allen. Additionally, Bowens spoke about Sting's reaction backstage following the match they had on AEW Dynamite several months ago. Now, Bowens on the acclaimed match with Sting and Darby Allen and how Sting reacted backstage after the match was over. He would go on to say he was incredible. And I think the best part afterwards was how happy he was about how the whole thing went, which made me feel even better. To me, the locker room respect is a big thing. And having the acceptance and the acknowledgement of veterans, especially the ones I looked up to who were stars to me, they make money in this business. And having their acceptance and their approval of my work means a lot, especially from an icon like Sting. Now, on his emotions after the match was over, he said, I think a theme here, which you'll hear me say a lot, is I cried a lot. I cried in that man's face in the locker room. What an emotional experience for Anthony Bowens, who is a huge star right now and continues to ascend in the world of AEW. If you'd like to find out more about his experiences, Brandon Ewing has this article trending right now over on E wrestling news. Continuing with the headlines, Jeff Hardy is now officially off Triple Mania's card after his DUI arrest. AEW star Jeff Hardy will no longer be competing at Triple Mania following his DUI arrest this past weekend. As we have reported earlier, Hardy was pulled over at Volusia County, Florida after his breath test came back over three times the legal limit. Officers arrested the former world champion. Jeff was also pulled from this week's AEW Dynamite where he and Matt were supposed to challenge for the tag team titles, but looks like things have even gotten worse. On the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, Matt gave an update on he and his brother's status for Triple Mania, and he had this to say. I'll be going to Triple Mania in Tijuana. I'm pretty cool about that. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to have a mystery partner. We'll probably announce that mystery partner in reality pretty soon, and I'll be teaming with someone else. Jeff right now is focused on life, which is much bigger than pro wrestling. Now, as many of you know, Jeff Hardy was suspended without pay from AEW, and he could face some time in prison if he eventually gets convicted. With everything going on, please continue to follow E-Wrestling News, and they will have all the latest headlines on everything that's going around with the Hardys. Let's go ahead and let's talk about, once again... Vince McMahon. Brandon Ewing is writing in at this hour. Vince McMahon will be addressing the locker room at the SmackDown tapings tonight. Vince McMahon will be making an in-character appearance on tonight's episode of SmackDown to likely address the ongoing allegations against him as Vince has stepped down as the chairman and CEO while his daughter has taken over. According to a report from Wrestling Observer Newsletter, McMahon will be speaking to the locker room prior to SmackDown Live. Now, there's no details on exactly what he's going to say, but McMahon likely is to address all the above issues. And given the talent and the staff have an idea of what direction WWE will be heading in the future, they deserve 
deserve some clarification. With that being said, continue to follow e-wrestling news and you will find out after SmackDown everything that happened in the world of WWE backstage. Andrew Ravens is also writing at this hour, WWE stock drops following the news of Vince McMahon stepping down as chairman. WWE stock hit a rock following the news that Vince McMahon is stepping down. At the closing bell on Friday, the stock hit $62.51, which was down from $2.36, which is 3.64% from the previous closing. Now, the stock price has erased the gains it made over the past few months after the big news happened. Vince has stepped down from his duties once again due to some allegations that he paid hush money, $3 million settlement to a former employee that he had an affair with. Once again, if you'd like to find out more about what's going on with WWE stock, definitely go ahead and do that. You can follow that on eWrestling News. Also coming in at eWrestling News today, a report that Dixie Carter is set to appear at Impact Wrestling Slammiversary pay-per-view. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, former TNA president Dixie Carter is expected to appear at this weekend's Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. Now, according to a report from ESPN's Mark Romani, the former TNA president will be appearing at the show, which takes place this Sunday night from Nashville, Tennessee. The Slammiversary pay-per-view will mark the company's 20th year in existence. As of this, right now, it's not been confirmed whether or not Dixie will 100% be showing up, but many do believe that she will. Now, keep in mind, Carter last appeared for Impact Wrestling way back in 2016, prior to the company being sold by Anthem. If you're interested in finding out what's going on with Dixie Carter, please follow her on social media and follow Ryan Clark. And as always, follow eWrestling News as they will give you all the latest results of what's happening in the world of wrestling. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about the locker room's reaction. Now, we talked about the locker room's reaction to a lot of different things. Now, we mentioned how there's some stars right now that have chosen to stay silent right now. Specifically, Booker T said that he thinks it's not going to be good. He also believes, along with many other insiders, that many people may stay quiet right now just to see how things are going to go. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, it was reported that the roster did not know of the investigation and some believed McMahon was having an affair. The talent and virtually all the employees had no idea the story until it broke. There were suspicions of a woman and McMahon having a relationship, particularly when she was given a promotion in and around April of 2021, and at least one person we know did have awareness of it before the story broke publicly, but there was no indication on who that person was. Now, Paralegal, who's unnamed, was making $100,000 a year, but that rose to $200,000 a year, and many believe it was associated with the affair that was happening with McMahon. For more information on all of this, please continue to follow E-Wrestling News as they will have the latest on everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. That's going to do it for all the major headlines right now. The Vince McMahon story is dominating the news right now. Obviously, AEW New Japan, that is dominating the news right now. Sasha Banks, where is she officially going to go? What's going to happen? We've also been told that there is reports that are coming out that she has been released. Wrestling Inc.'s Raj Geary has reported that her lawyers have gotten involved and that soon she should be free from WWE. Now, what does that mean for Naomi? We still don't know. Continue to follow this daily podcast as we will continue to tie all the loose ends up in our next edition of Headlines. The world of NLW Radio never stops.